Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. Emily Ramsey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, really excited to be here. In 1963, the year I was born. Oh. I'm not, I wasn't really. Oh, so I didn't even <laughs> hear what date you said. I was looking at the pictures from there. <laughs> but I've just been on an England camp where we play Belgium. Ah, so it's fresh in the mind. Yeah, no. That's the thing when you go on loan, it's tough. You've just got to earn your spot. And, but it's a tough dynamic and I think that's why it's really important that you have a goalkeeper that you get on with. It's, but then they make, make the goalkeepers go in the ice bath up to like your neck and then it wasn't so happy anymore. <laughs> you step it on the pitch and you know that you've got to be at the top of your game or else someone's going to tell you that, that you need to put your ideas up. I had a Van der Sar shirt. The, I just used to love rolling around in the mud. and Yeah, I had it, the trophy was massive and it most controversial Liverpool maybe. You just get starstruck, don't you? Yeah. You're just a little kid playing in the academy and want to play for United and you're seeing all these stars around and you're at Old Trafford, so... What a save from Mark Howard. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me Mark Howard and my mate producer Ben. Today I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, I'm actually really excited to have my first female guest on. Uh, she's currently on loan at Everton from Man United uh, and also been in the England squad very recently. Emily Ramsey, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, really excited to be here and have a chat with you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, like I said, I've been trying for a while to get a female on to compare not to compare, but also to, just to talk about the differences a little bit about men's and women's football. So, like, I'm absolutely delighted to have you on. Uh, a massive congratulations for your recent call-up to the Lioness full squad. Thank you. Uh, that must have been some some moment in your career. Yeah, um, it was something that obviously, like, you're striving towards, aren't you? So, just to get there is, uh, yeah, it's a great feeling and got to try and stay there after that. Yep. Uh, obviously, you picked up a little injury. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just mention your little injury? Yeah, um, so on that camp, on my first camp, managed to, in training the day before, second game of a tournament, I managed to injure one of my ligaments in my ankle, so I'll be out for a few weeks, but it's nothing too serious. So. I saw one. Yeah, it was, it's okay, to be fair, but um, currently in the boot, hoping to have that off soon and back on the grass. I, I was joking away from the camera <laughs> that it was definitely Darren Ward, who's our next guest. It's definitely his service. It, uh, it was him kicking the ball at me yeah. when I injured it, so that's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> He's given me many a back spasm before, so I definitely would blame him as well, right? So obviously the women, uh, England women, went on to win the Arnold Cup, uh, yeah. Arnold Clark Cup, tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, did you stay for the full trip? Uh, no, so I just stayed until the second game uh, at Coventry against Italy, watched that uh, with the squad and then headed back home and went back to club for them to have a little look at my ankle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, are they going to send you the medal in the post oh or? i don't know you've got to be asking for it surely <laughs> yeah maybe i should ask him uh it was not something i'd thought about asking for but they sent me my shirt to be fair nice so maybe i need to get on some about about the medal yeah if they hear this send the medal <laughs> <laughs> you definitely yeah, want it, it. Definitely. oh 100 i'll take it right we usually kick this off by the first time you put on a pair of gloves and realize yep. that yes i am a goalkeeper right what was your little story oh I was really young, um, so I wanted to play for a team. I used to just kick about with my, I've got a brother who's older than me. and It's always the same way. Yeah, <laughs> and my, my dad loves football. Um, so I used to kick about with them and I wanted to join the boys team local to me in Salford who called Dean's, Dean's Youth. And that was the team my brother played for in the older age group. So I went down and wanted to actually play as a, a centre mid, I think. I was only like six, I was tiny. But... Um, they were the year, year above me, the age group, and 
basically they wouldn't let me play unless I went in goals because I didn't have a goalkeeper. Yeah. And I did. I played a full season in net and absolutely loved it and uh, ended up being captain the next season no and, and stayed for, t- for two seasons with the boys. Yeah. yeah. Just absolutely loved being the goalie. I just lo- I just loved it, yeah. I used to wear my long pants under my shorts yeah. and like I just used to love rolling around in the mud. And Everyone with, says with the, the same lads. thing. It's, there's something nostalgic about just diving in mud. I don't think a lot of people outside of being a goalkeeper would ever get it, but the, the dirtier you got and the more that your parents told you off and not, you're not oh, getting yeah. in the car like that was the best. It was great, yeah. And obviously just playing on muddy fields, like it wasn't it wasn't really a football pitch. Um, I just used I just used to absolutely love it and I've literally been a goalkeeper ever since. Was it a bit daunting playing with your brother? No, he, he's all right. He's quite good to be fair to him. Um, but it just used to be like in, in the back garden, he'd, he'd be trying to, do Maradona's around me and like trying to score past me and that so it wasn't so much me shooting at him but it was always me as a keeper but yeah. I was actually quite good to be fair so yeah it so used to annoy it him frustrate yeah. him a lot <laughs> yeah. like you said you was born in Salford then uh surely you support Man U yeah I do yeah of course you have to say that because yeah. you're currently at well, Man United yeah. <laughs> my, my my family were all united I live probably about 10 minutes away from Old Trafford so that's all I've ever Growing up knowing. And you said you started quite young. I think it was only after the two years of playing in goal, you actually got scouted by Manu. Yeah. Um, so I had gone down to trials actually the year before, um, after my first year playing with the boys, and they offered me a place in, I think it was the under eights then. And um, I was too scared. I was too nervous. I didn't feel like I was ready to sign for United. Like It felt like this massive thing. Um, so I went back and played with the with the boys for another year. And then got invited down to, to trials again and offered another place and took it that time. And You've brushed over a little award you won when you went back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah at I've Dean's. Done all my, I've done all my... Wow, you have done your research, yep. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, it was it was called the Schofield Trophy. It was um, an award that, that's previously been won by Ryan Giggs because that was the club that he started at as a kid. Across all 24 of its teams, across all age groups, yeah, boys, boys girls. girls, all age groups. Um, I think they had a couple of senior teams, um, and it was just the the I guess the best prospect or the best player of that season. And obviously, I'd had a good season, and, and I was going off to United. So they being very humble. Yeah. Ryan Giggs won this award previously, <laughs> so I'm pretty yeah. sure it stood him in very good stead. Yeah, and it, the trophy was massive, and it. I only kept it for a year and they gave me another small one that's still at my mum and dad's house, but it, it took pride in place in the living room on the mantelpiece. Yeah. So then, like you said, you went back to United uh, and you spent a long time there. Obviously, you're still yeah. currently there. Yes. Uh, how good is it being at a club like that from such a young age? Oh, it's brilliant. And they, te- they teach you as a kid and you learn the, the United way. And obviously, they have they have a big history with developing talent out of academies and stuff like that. And I've, I've been there since I was eight, nine and through to to 16 in the academy so I was only learning the United style of play which obviously put me in good stead for for now in my senior career but also it's just, it was great fun and yep. the facilities and yeah okay maybe it wasn't as good as the boys sometimes like we wouldn't be able to use certain facilities compared to them but still like I was living the dream I was wearing United kit that's the thing that people don't really realize that when you go from Sunday League to a professional setup that how good your kit is mm-hmm. and how well you're looked after from just turning up at a training ground or a, a match day and you're behind the scenes the drinks are all included mm-hmm. the, any f- sweets and uh, fruit at half time all yeah. these little things but when you're a kid you're like oh my god this is amazing it's amazing yeah and we'd have we'd have signing on days at at Old Trafford so you go down and 
it'd just be your coach of, of your season there like and you'd sign a little fake contract and take <laughs> your picture with Old Trafford in the background and it was just the best thing ever I used to love doing that it was it was every year as well yeah did you get a little tour around the stadium at that each time because I remember doing that at Highbury I'd go down sign a contract it was a blank piece of paper yeah because uh, you'd already signed it with your parents yeah. and, a, and a solicitor or whatever and like you'd go in the stadium, you'd be like, I mean, just go and look around. Can we go in the dressing room again? Yeah. And they're like, you did that last year. Like, I want to go again. Yeah, it's amazing, honestly. It's like a drug. You get to walk around the pitch on the outside and then, yeah, take, take your little pictures. And a couple of times they'd, you'd see men's players dotting about or they'd bring someone in to take your picture with, to sign on with. I think one one year when I was a bit older, I had something with, I think it was Rashford and Chris Smalling. Oh, when Rashford was still just coming through. And yeah, it was just just get starstruck don't you yeah. you're just a little kid playing in the academy want to play for united and you're seeing all these stars around and you're at old trafford so it's great right before we crack on uh i've briefed you already but this is time yep. for our quiz we'll yeah crack on with this right go for it so it's goalie or no goalie uh, and i have five current international women goalkeepers and the other five are either made up names or mm -hmm. celebrities yeah right so one point for each answer listeners can head over to youtube to check our leaderboard uh, and as I said, this is a women one now. Spencer Owen got eight out of ten. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. my god. Alex McCarthy got four. Yeah. Right, okay. So the yeah. slow bar. If you Am said yes for every single one, you're going to get five. Okay. But that's not the nature no. of it. <laughs> <laughs> so one point for each correct answer, uh, and I've chucked in there. I'm sure you'll get a few. Okay. You'll know a few, right? Let's go. So answer with goalie or no goalie. Yeah. Right. Number one, Mel Fromm's goalie. She is a goalkeeper. Germany and Wolfsburg. Yeah. She actually played against England in the yeah. Euros final. She had a really good goal. Really well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll start you, start you off with a nice one. Yeah, thank that you. That was very that kind one. of me. got one. <laughs> yes. No, right. Number two, Rachel Baldy. Goalie. She is a goalkeeper. Yeah. Italy and Fiorentina. Oh, yeah. I've seen her before, actually. Didn't didn't know that was her surname. No. Yeah. Can't call me Baldy, Baldy. Baldy. That's not very Italian, is it? No. I didn't want to go overboard on the pronunciation of Rachel <laughs> and either. Richelli. <laughs> Richelli Baldi. Stuck with Baldy. Yeah, yeah. just, yeah, uh, just go dead harsh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have done it any more common, could I? <laughs> right, number three, Melissa Jefferson. Not a goalie. She is not a goalkeeper. She's actually Lizzo. Oh, no. American oh, no, singer, what? rapper. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no. Also a runner. <laughs> oh. There's Lizzo. Oh, it is Lizzo. Wow. Yeah. I have to get the song title. It's about that time. I'm, I'm not going to sing <laughs> Go on, it. Yeah, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> you always get one thing out of me there. Yeah, great start. Three out of three. Flying now. Right, number four. Jennifer Anastasakis. Anastasakis. <laughs> Butchered that. <laughs> Jennifer Anastasakis. Not a girl, eh? She is not a goalkeeper. Oh. Sounds, Sounds very like familiar. That's who it is. Oh, it is. Nailed it. Apparently, Goalie. her dad was Greek. Wow. Is uh, that her actual surname? That's her an actual surname wow. that I just butchered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Friends. <laughs> TV show Friends. You get <laughs> Right, number five. Nikki Everard. Oh, that's a goalie. Oh, she know knows one. all the goalies. Belgium. Yep, Belgium yeah. and Twent. You was playing it down before again. I have yeah. absolutely no chance. But I've just been on an England camp where we played Belgium. Ah, so it's fresh in the mind. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Still, the pressure of a test. Yeah, true. The quiz. I, I didn't think I was going to know this many, actually. Yeah, so you're doing probably. really well. 
Five out of five. You're You've flying, taken the coffee over already. So yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. all good. <laughs> I'm not the it normally goes downhill from here. Though. <laughs> this is where I start chucking the trick ones in. Right, Valentina Tereshkova. Not a goaler. She's not a goalkeeper. She's a fire. tennis player. She no, like she's a tennis not player. a tennis player. She's actually the first woman to fly into space. Oh, no way. Yeah. Not definitely not a tennis player. In 1963, the year I was born. Oh. No, I'm not, I wasn't really. Oh, so I, I didn't even hear what date you said. I was looking at the pictures from her. <laughs> Love that. That's getting Cheers. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Me going along. Yeah. <laughs> Zimmer frame now. Your pronunciation was much better, though. That was good. Yeah, that, that was strong. Solid. That I really committed to that one. <laughs> right, number seven, Patricia Moray. Mm, goaler. You are on no fire. Way. I don't know that one. Portugal and Braga goalkeeper. Nice. Seven out of seven. Don't no, matter what you do from here, you're I'm absolutely playing sailing. Didn't, they didn't know that one, pure no, guess. Good guess, great guess. Martina Navratilova. She is not a goaler. She, do, she is something else, tennis player. She is a tennis yeah. player. <laughs> I think they're all tennis players. <laughs> She's one of the greatest female tennis yeah, players yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. said that first time, I thought, I got these in the wrong order here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she won 59 t- titles. I thought you'd be too young for her name. I, I don't. It just rings a bell. Yeah. I do like watching Wimbledon, to be fair. I do, I've yeah. got t- tennis players in the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Number nine, Martina Hingis. It's not really. It's not really. <laughs> That's another tennis player because you didn't that get one. that. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the wrong tennis player. <laughs> Typical. Right. Number nine, Stephanie Germanotta. Mm, not a goaler. She's not a goalkeeper. Go oh, on fire. I was very close. I'm rooting oh, for you here. Go on, get our first Lady Gaga, ten. isn't it? Lady I Gaga. I didn't know that when you said it. Yeah, I'm not going to sing one of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me off the deep end. <laughs> oh, that's oh, terrible. That's not terrible. That's a dad joke if you <laughs> Right, number 10, Casey Murphy. Is a goaler. She is a goalie. Yes, 10 out of 10. The perfect 10. <laughs> Unbelievable. USA and North Carolina Courage goalkeeper. That's our first full house. Yes. I think, do you know, the only reason I know that is my goalkeeper coach used to coach her oh, at nice. Everton. Oh. I'm sure, I think. But yeah. And you, she's American. Perfect 10. Flying. Top of the wow. leaderboard. Thank you. Oh. I'm actually quite impressed with myself. I You've didn't think really I'd know well that many there. goalkeepers. I thought I threw in a few curveballs. Yeah. I, I thought you'd get the first one. I was like, definitely yeah. getting Mel Froms. But yeah, lovely that. You see yourself up. Well impressed with that. I'm buzzing, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10. (laughs) Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Right. Uh, as I said, we'll go back to the Man United days. You had to leave Man United uh, because obviously they didn't have a, a senior women's team. Yeah. Uh, joined Liverpool controversially. Yes. 
I did, yeah. a few controversial moves. Yeah, I've I, I played for a few teams yeah. now, even though I'm still young. But yeah, most controversial Liverpool, maybe. So obviously, like I said, with them not having a senior team, mm. uh, the, the move across to Liverpool, was that something that you already had in the pipeline? You knew that was going to happen? or? Um, it was one of two options I had. So I'd, I'd been around doing some trials when I knew, obviously, I, I couldn't stay with United. I had to choose some other clubs. And I went, to, to be honest, <laughs> I don't think many people know this, I got invited to a trial at Sitter and went down there, but never really considered that option. So <laughs> my other options were... You have were, to say that. As yeah. Well, I, to, but my, my actual, between the two that I was going to choose, it was either go to Bristol City or to go to Liverpool. Um, obviously, I was only 16 and I was considering going to Bristol, studying there, training there. Facilities were great at that time for, for what I'd seen. I did a training session with them. So enjoying it. It was actually Willie Kirk who was the manager then. And um, then Liverpool, who had Vicky Jepson as a manager. She's assistant at Spurs now. And Charlotte Healy, who's actually working at United. And um, I just I think I just decided to stay at home. And Liverpool said I'd get opportunities to train with first team. They they were doing pretty well in the WSL. They'd obviously not long before had won the title. So it was it was the most realistic move. For, it's a very nice me. commutable move as well. Yeah, and my dad had to drive me down the motorway yeah. three, four times a week. Oh, um, wow. And hang around in Liverpool and take me home, which I don't think he really yeah. enjoyed too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that was the decision. Yeah, you got to work with uh, Siobhan Chamberlain as well. Did, yeah. Uh, t- to be honest, that Liverpool move, it, I think it was it was the best decision I could have made. Um, I obviously went, got exposure to the first team sometimes. I actually made an appearance in the FA Cup yep. when I was 16 and then... Um, I got to, to train under Shiv and obviously then that also led me to, to meeting Casey Stoney who was in her last year of retirement and she was actually doing one of her, her, her coaching badges and she was, she'd come down to the, the devs team, the under 21s and take some sessions and that's obviously where I was playing all my games and uh, f- thanks to Casey that like she, she sort of took me under her wing a little bit, took me back to, to United with Siobhan Chamberlain. Yeah, it's crazy that obviously you, you went back. Uh, Siobhan also came with you. Yeah. What was it like working with her? It was really good. I have a, a really good relationship with Shiv still. Um, obviously, she's she was at the opposite end of her career yes. almost. And she Casey brought her and almost gave her that role of, okay, you've got two young goalkeepers. There was Siobhan Chamberlain, there was me and Fran Bentley, who now plays at Bristol. And um, it was, yes, Shiv's the number one. She will play the games, but also she's there to, to mentor us and to sort of build us in our career. And we could we took we took a lot from that, to be honest. And it was, it was a really positive experience. Yeah, I bet. Uh, obviously, there was I think there was seven of you that joined rejoined the Center of Excellence. Uh, there was a lot, yeah. It must have been nice to all come back together at the same time. Yeah, and you had was, some really it, good names and some good players in that as well. Yeah, it was really interesting because United were known for producing really good talent, but then they had nowhere to go. So obviously they were hanging about at different teams in, in the WSL or in the championship. And then so many of them managed to come back to United at that time. And that was a big point of what Casey wanted to do was to, to make it a team that's United. So, um, yeah, likes of Katie Zeller, Melatoon, Millie Turner, all still there, all yeah. still succeeding at United and I think it was it was really one of the, the the big interests for me as well as obviously to go back and and, and play for for my club yeah and then you went on to make your your debut in the FA Cup 
uh, in a 2-0 win against the London Bees. Yeah. That must have been like really nerve-wracking, but some achievement. Oh, yeah, I, w I was quite nervous, actually. I'd obviously gone the whole year not playing. We were in the championship still and Sean Chambers was an England goalkeeper, so I knew I wasn't playing, but learning, trying to find my feet. I'd missed a bit of pre-season because I, I was at the under-20s World Cup with England, so I came back in and this brand new team of, yeah, people that some people I knew, but a lot of people that I didn't and a lot of, like, like Alex Greenwood was in this team and to me I was like, oh, my, like, obviously I knew a bit from Liverpool. But I was like, she's an England international, yep. like, scared. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was I was nervous, and, but I just I just really enjoyed it and don't think I did too much in the game, which... I was happy enough Perfect with afterwards. Yeah. Keep a quiet goal. <laughs> yeah, just Especially pass. on a debut. That's the, the dream scenario. Couple of passes to the centre backs. Yeah. Um, One through ball yeah. red. And then that's it. That's the first appearance done and it's it's out of the way and yeah. got it in the bank. But, yeah. yeah. Obviously, uh, after that, yeah, it's such an emotional high. Did you find for the next few days that you was either did you manage to maintain that high or was you like it was a quick come down? Do you know what? I I actually came on as a sub. I didn't start the game. Okay. So I for 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 that that was my my debut. I came on as a sub and I wasn't expecting it. So I I just remember afterwards I didn't almost didn't really know how to feel about it. So Good way. I was obviously I was buzzing, but like my family were so much more excited than me, yeah. and I, I was I was sort of like I think it sort of made me want to start a game. Yeah, and sort of gave me a bit of hunger and it took the nerves away. Partially, obviously, I was still pretty young, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was just, I was just happy that I kept a clean sheet. To be honest, and yeah. happy that that first one was done on the and board. dusted. Yeah, yeah. You subsequently had loans at Sheffield United uh, that ended through COVID. Uh, yeah. Loans to West Ham, an emergency loan, uh, and a loan to Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Right? How how did you find the loan system? Because every goalkeeper I spoke to so far, it's benefited them hugely. Mm -hmm. uh, this does vary on your own, own experience. Yeah. Um, to be honest, the first loan was a total failure. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd been injured and had an operation on my elbow that season. Got back fit, played one game in the cup for United, and been like, "Well, I want to go. I want to play." So I'd, I'd gone out on a, on loan to Sheffield, where they were in the Championship, so they're only part time then, and um, so I could still train with United, train once twice a week with Chef and play the weekends. So I went over and I'd played two games, I think, and then all these start. It was it was a time. It was just before COVID, but it was when all these storms were going on. And honestly, we must have had four or five games cancelled. So I'd been there for like three months and I'd played two games and then COVID hit. So I'd, I'd, I had about a three-month loan, I think, in the end. But I'd, I think I played two or three matches for Chef. Um, yeah. And then COVID and I was back to United the season after. Yeah. That COVID spell, uh, I don't think a lot of people actually know what happened mm. to footballers in general uh, behind closed doors. But like... Typically, like we were given programs or told to follow Strava programs yeah. and that. What was your your experience like? We didn't know the season was going to get cancelled for a good eleven weeks, so we had a program from our SNC. Uh, we were doing which is so hard to do at home, by yeah, the way. Yeah, horrible. And as a goalkeeper, I mean, credit to Ian Wilcock, my coach at United, goalie coach. He he actually got all of the goalkeepers a ball launcher oh, so he, he he brought it to my house give me brought me a bag of balls because like i was in my mum and dad at that time like i like, my, dad, my dad can't kick a ball he's too old like his, his knees are just done and my mum is 
useless at football. <laughs> Sorry, mum. But um, oh, you just ruined it. For yeah, <laughs> she still had a chance <laughs> to turn in front of. <laughs> um, so that really helps, and it actually really helps sort of keep me just my eyes sharp yeah. and my hands sharp. But um, yeah, the programs, the the doing the cardio, the the circuit training, the, like the the weights. Like obviously, you can't have really heavy weights. So I had a barbell and some weights and dumbbells at home and a bench, but can't lift anything heavy so like it got to a ridiculous point where like the reps in a gym session it'd be like something like 15 reps on each leg and then times five sets or something and it's just the point where it takes you all day to do the gym session but you may as well do it because there's actually nothing there's else actually to nothing do nothing else to do yeah but it just it did get challenging and then eventually obviously the season got cancelled and slowly we we had time off and then we started up with that program of training at home again yeah see through covid so i had um about a year before ruptured my Achilles so I was six seven months into like my rehab yeah. I'd started playing again but then COVID struck mm. so I had all this random gym equipment anyway yeah. so I was just doing like weird circuit training <laughs> on my own in the garden I bought like hurdles yeah I was like never needed anything before at home and yeah. then through COVID I was like well I'll get some hurdles and just practice jumping over a hurdle in the yeah. garden <laughs> so odd so if someone would have filmed you then yeah like, the stuff what that we you had do. to go through mm -hmm. and like you'd all be <laughs> there's a hack that we did for the Strava stuff, right? So we got a challenge every week on a Friday. You had to do a 5K in as quick as you could. It's when you put it on your dog's collar, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> I was so tempted. <laughs> right, so literally, I live in a hilly part of Preston. So it's like, right, I can't, I won't, I'm not going to get a good time around Preston. So I'd drive down to the coast at Blackpool and run along the promenade, but I'd run one way and then ask someone to come pick me up and take me back <laughs> up. Because you could run downhill with the wind. You'd clock an unbelievable time. You'd be like, yes, completed that. Everyone's going, how did you do that? You're like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> that was an absolute hack. It worked a treat. That was gold. Right, uh, before we get into uh, your Everton career, uh, I want to talk about your goalie gloves. This is Matt Smith, and this is the Glove Review on the Yours Mine Away podcast. Yeah, uh, I know it. you've brought uh, an old pair today. Yeah, uh, which is what we dead chuffed about. Uh, let's talk gloves then. Uh, what gloves are you currently wearing, Brand? I am currently wearing HO Soccer, and these are I've been wearing this style for a while called Supremo Pro, um, but they're a negative cut. Yep, I, I'm all about negatives. I can't wear anything else. I could maybe wear a hybrid, but negatives for me still love the goalkeeper Goal, it's so geeky we've seen this before <laughs> right? we just love gloves goalkeepers love gloves why, why do you wear a negative then just, just first pair you ever had and then just stuck with them or yeah I've tried I tried others I tried roll fingers I hated them but um, I just like the being able to feel the ball a bit more and I think with a roll finger it's just quite, it feels too bulky on my palms like with these gloves I actually really like I don't like the fingers being too thin I know like Say like you've got some two toes behind me here and they have, they're have they really thin on the fingers and I, I know goalkeepers who love that but I actually don't like them being too thin. I like a little bit of like the the latex in between yeah. kind of thing. Um, but these are a pair I've been wearing for ages. Dave at HO's been great with me and supplying me with the ones that I need all the time and really happy to let me try different styles but I just I'm just really comfortable in them. I think that they're... The only issue I have is being a female, I have quite skinny wrists. So yeah. like, you know, you've been wearing the gloves and it's raining and you've been wearing them for a few days and training and just go baggy baggy as they anything. Do, yeah. So once you wash gloves, they actually stretch don't yeah. they? and go a bit baggy. I actually do, do you strap your wrists? 
Uh, I don't. You don't? I, actually, right. I really don't. Um, Head over to my YouTube. I've got a great instructional <laughs> video about how to know, strap I, I have. I've tried <laughs> strapping wrists, strapping fingers, all of it. I just, just don't like it. I yeah. don't like having things on my hands. Oh, I strap both wrists. I, I tape up two yeah. fingers each side. I strap up my thumb there because <laughs> broke a thumb. It's just yeah. injuries. And you end up get like picking up more and more things and you can't get rid of it. Yeah, I do, do know a lot of keepers who, who swear by it, especially the wrists, but... It's never something that I've actually put into my into my game. So does that mean you go through quite a lot of gloves? Uh, yeah, I do. I try and stretch them out, and I normally keep like a a battered pair for training. You know, and it's just chucking it down yep. outside. And you how often do you change your gloves then? I don't. With match gloves, I like my match gloves. Obviously, be my best pair, so yep. I might wear them on the day before the game and the game. Yeah. Um, those are, I don't know. I'd probably get like two or three games. Mm, more. I'd probably get five, six. Yep games out of them if you look depending after on them. the weather yeah. yeah of course yeah and i'm really not one f for washing my gloves i do not no. well i've got a little soft brush yes. and if the if they're done like if the dirty is anything i'll give them a little brush just set them out face up just to dry out themselves but no getting in the showers with them or putting them in the washing machine do you put them in, back in the glove bag keep them moist or do you yeah. just let them dry out that normally straight back in the glove bag after training yeah. unless they're soaking wet and then it's yeah, I think that's why I go through them so quick because if they've been in the glove bag for like two weeks, awful. They yeah. smell awful, but it doesn't matter, does it? You're <laughs> so proud of that as well. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like my gloves being really dry, but my my match gloves I do take better care of than my training ones because my training ones just get battered. And do you, have you ever thought about having them custom designed for you? Because I know the the negative flat palms aren't traditional mm -hmm. anymore. It's a roll finger that most people wear, or that mm -hmm. hybrid. Um. No, I've I've spoke a little bit actually about different styles of gloves, but these, to be honest, these are the ones I'm really happy with. They have like a a little like rubber. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like little lines on the inside of the palm. Help do you know you what I mean? Yeah. So my hands grip into them nicely. The only thing I'd say is that sometimes when the when they're old, the straps because I because I have to wrap them really really tight. Um, but apart from that, I'm really happy with with these gloves and it. Um, not really planning to change anytime no, soon. Good. Obviously, like we were saying before, right, we love the absolute geeky stuff, yeah. right? You got any weird superstitions? You must have a goalkeeper quirk that you do. Like a lot of people like touch a post each side or touch a floor before a game. I, I'm really not superstitious, but I will on on a game day, especially when we're at home, I'll walk onto the pitch and I'll walk straight down the centre of the pitch up to the the far goal, the one that we don't warm up in, like touch the crossbar, which I, I can do if I go up on my tiptoes, <laughs> I can just touch it. And I normally do that, to be honest, to feel like if the size is right, I know that's weird, but like sometimes you, you go, check, yeah. yeah, sometimes I go to a ground and I'll do it and I'll be like, I can't reach that or like half my hands on it. And I'm like, well, the goal isn't the right size, is it? But um, I'll do that. And the I'll amount always... of times I've actually had that, right, where the goal isn't the right size. It's like, so common. But, you can't, but it's, it's odd, right? Yeah. But you can't do nothing about it. Even no. if you tell the ref, they're going to go, all right. So. Yeah. But it, it, it's happened to me this season. We played an away game and I was like, I don't know if I'm standing on a hill or what, but I was like, one put one side of the net's up here and one's down here. Like it, but yeah. And then I'll go, I'll touch the crossbar and I'll, I'll look both sides, pretending like someone's putting a cross into me or having a look for where my centre-backs will be. Yeah. <laughs> Looking how narrow the pitch is and then just walk, walk back in. Yeah. Do you do a long warm-up? Uh, I I, I'm, I'm out there for like 20, 25 minutes. I literally, I don't yeah. want to get dirty. I just want to get back in and get changed and have a cup of coffee. Yeah. I ever in the warm is pretty long, to be honest. Um, but I'm 
I'm not a goalkeeper who has to have an amazing warm up and do all these brilliant saves. Like I could quite happily do a couple of reps of each thing that I want to do and yeah, go inside. Um, Courtney Brosnan, who's at Everton as well, she prefers a longer warm up. So we do the same warm up for both of us with with the coach and assist each other. But it'll just mainly be the the starting goalkeeper that's working. Um, and yeah, sometimes I, I I'm a bit slower to go through my warm up I think than Courtney because I'm just like don't want to get too tired. Yeah. Like I want to save it for the game as long 100%. as I'm happy and everything's tidy and I it's, feel good and fine. Goalkeeper is such a mental game that each individual is so different. But yeah, yeah I'm like you. I don't want to get too physically overexerted. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to get my gloves dirty. Mm -hmm. I want to play in the game with my gloves speed at their best. Yeah. Uh, even like down to, I change like my kit, I'll warm up in a different kit. Because yeah. I want to go out there feeling the part yeah. and then I'll play the part in theory. Yeah. It shows like your, your mental strength that you've got those sort of things that you don't need a certain routine. You don't need to do loads in your warm up because you've done it all week in training. I, yeah, I'm the same. Like I wear training pants and a, and a jumper to warm up in and I'll go back in put my full kit on yeah. or I'll yeah I'll sometimes like one, one time we didn't even put any crosses in in the warm up and, I'll, and he was like do you want some at the end I was like no fine I'll go in and I just think yeah it's it's not about for me like how I warm up like to be honest my probably my best performance this season we played Arsenal away I had the worst warm up you can imagine like He's just low dives it's like going under me and going in and spilling everything like I was the warm up was out outrageously bad but I had the best game of the season I've seen the so. highlights of that game you actually made yeah. some worldy saves I was so busy I made like 14 saves in one game and it was maybe not great from Everton's point of view <laughs> like we conceded not many shots but I, I, it was one of my best games and the warm up did was did you get awful. nominated for player of the month that month as well yeah I'd had some, we'd, we'd had some big games that I'd played in and obviously faced a lot of shots and so I've been quite busy and yeah I felt like I'd had a good month and Got nominated for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, like we're saying, right, so you, you're on loan at Everton at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, at Man United, uh, the goalkeeper currently playing is Mary Earps. Yeah. Uh, so it, at your age, it does seem natural to get out on loan, get some games in. Uh, how's Everton been? Obviously, that, like I said, you, you've had an amazing uh, introduction there and obviously to get that nomination was incredible. It, it's been great, to be honest. Um, Courtney Brosnan's the other goalkeeper. We, we we knew each other previously a little bit from I had an emergency loan at West Ham, and um, yeah, we we work really well together. And the coach, Ian McColden, he's he's great. He looks after us, and he's a really big guy. He can batter the ball really hard, <coughs> which is great. I love that in training, and um, we work really together, well together as a little goalie union, and. Um, I'm just really enjoying it. I've had, I had to sort of buy my time to get minutes at the start. Obviously, like, that's the thing when you go on loan, it's tough. You've just got to earn your spot and you're not actually that team's goalkeeper. So I think that's the tough side of, of being on loan. You, you, you're in two places at and once. only one goalkeeper can play. Exactly. It's not like you're an outfield and you can come on for 20 minutes and prove yourself. Exactly. So I think that that's the, that's the challenge that I face with loans. And this year I sort of had to buy my time, earn it a bit and... All credit to the manager. He was really honest with us at the start of the season. He said, "Look, I've got I've got two good goalkeepers here, and like I I will play you both." And he has been doing that across the season. And I wasn't getting as much game time at the start, and I've moved into getting getting more recently uh, before the not before Christmas, before the last international window. So I'm really happy, and I'm just I'm just enjoying getting getting minutes in the WSL. Obviously, that's where I want to be. That's the standard I want to play at. So. 
just to to get that experience and try and build some consistency. I think. Uh, like you said, we've mentioned Wilco before, then yeah. uh, Man United. Yeah, uh, I've I've worked a few sessions when he was at Bolton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he lashes the ball as well. Wilco can hit it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got this volley that rises on. Oh, the... it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad it's that from the edge of the is... box. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps on rising, and you... when you're thinking, I've got this, I've got this, it picks up mm-hmm. pace and goes again, doesn't it? Yeah, we we have a day at United when you work with Wilco, and he, he just calls it like Carnage Day. And he'll be pulling out volleys like that from the edge of the box. Some of them will be dipping off, like some of them just floating around, just doing all sorts. And you know, I think he's got his, his ankles all messed up, like all his ligaments, his ankle <laughs> all over the place. It, so he just kicks it with his foot in mad positions and the ball just goes everywhere. Um, but it's great fun, those sessions. Yeah. I really enjoy them. Uh, you must have some really good sessions at Man United with obviously Wilco mm-hmm. and, and Mary Earps yeah. and stuff like that. I just wanted to talk briefly on Mary. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she's the current England number one. She's mm-hmm. Man United's current number one. Uh how good is it to work with someone like that and how much can you push her? Yeah, it's it's great. And obviously Mary's is she's been at United for a couple of years now and sort of when she came in, obviously I was there and she she was at that stage where she was she was struggling with the England stuff and she's spoken quite openly about it, about how she was she thought she'd maybe never play for England again. She was thinking maybe she'd never play football again at one point. So she came to United and and that was the start of that journey that she she's got to now where she is at England which is amazing and all credit to Mary she deserves that and um she she's really good to work with she's a bit of a crazy keeper um but it she's really fun to to have sessions with and we have a really good working dynamic and she she actually said to me on camp the other day she got asked in on the media day she was like oh obviously you you, you know um, I was going to say Rambo I get called Rambo yeah. at, at, in, at football yeah <laughs> and um she was like oh are you looking after her this and that have you taken her under a wing and she came up to me she said they asked me this and I was like you don't need taken under your wing you're fine you can just get on with it but Decent. it's because it, it, we, we do work well together and it's I do learn a lot from Mary she can be quite like precise and she's quite um what's the word a perfectionist on something so yeah. It's good to to see her mentality in training and and how she works and what she needs to get herself to to where she's got herself. Yep. Uh, obviously, like you've said, you've you've been in a few clubs and worked with various people. The goalkeeping fraternity is mm. so strange, and it? it's a strange mm-hmm. dynamic anyway. Because we all know only one of us is going to play. Yeah. But the way that you you work like your best friends, it's mm-hmm. the most fun, and I think that's why we get this label of being stupid or crazy mm-hmm. is because. We go off and like disappear for forty five minutes on yep. our own and just have the best time ever. Yep just dive around like absolute clowns mm-hmm. and then everyone's like yeah, but only one of you is going to play and you're like I didn't think about that for that 45 minutes thanks <laughs> yeah. for bringing that up <laughs> yeah it, it is a tough it's like a tough it's a tough dynamic and I think that's why it's really important that you have a goalkeeper that you get on with and that you can train well with and that that union like you work well with each other and obviously at, at United they have Sophie Bagley too and they have a young girl staff and I, w- I was there in pre-season with United and it's just about, it's, it's about enjoying it, to be honest. And I know at Everton, like me and Courtney, we enjoy the sessions. We're, we're good friends. And so, like, if we're having a good time, we're making each other better. And there's no there's no animosity on who plays because it's, it's realistically, it's out of our control. Yes, you can train well, you're competing against each other, but the manager or the coach makes that decision. So there, there's no animosity of, oh, like, she's starting ahead of me. Like, what what's going on? But... Yeah, we we work really well together, and it's just a just an enjoyable environment. Yeah, all right. I want to talk about England camps. Uh, you've played for England under seventeens, nineteens, twenty ones, and then 
now been involved in the full squad. Yeah. What is the the build up like in each age group? Is the standard just becoming an absolute joke? Uh, obviously, we've talked a little bit briefly about facilities at Man United. What's England like? It's great. Like even in the under seventeens, you, you're a kid then, and you you train at SGP, St George's Park. Like you get access to all these these great pitches. Going in the hydro room, like ice bath, pool, all of it. Like since you were a young kid, and it was great. Like you. I used to think that was so sick, like going into the pool, like with the walk-in ice bath. It's got a jacuzzi it's in the middle of it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's. But then they make make the goalkeepers go in the ice bath up to like your neck, and then it wasn't so happy anymore. <laughs> but um, it's it's great, and I think I think now it's getting to the point, especially under with Serena at the top, and the twenty threes is currently led by Mo Marley, and she she's worked with she's worked in England for years and years and years, and really developed a lot of players that are playing at the seniors now. Um, so I think like the messages are really consistent going down. And obviously Serena came in and those messages changed a bit, which is normal, like new manager. Um, but you can see the talent coming now. I was in the 23s obviously all this last season and we've got players that are fresh out of the under 19s stepping up and they're making up half the team now. But they're talented players and they're playing in the in the WSL regularly, some of the players, and I think that's a credit to to the pathway that England have actually got now. That you've got players that are 19 and they're starting for for, for good clubs in the WSL. Yeah, like you're saying about Serena, she does call up anyone that's doing well and that. And obviously, with yourself going on the last England training camp before you got injured, mm -hmm. you must have been hoping to just get some minutes under, just to get that first cap. Like we're saying about your yeah. debut at Man United, and that is so nice when you just. Think, well, I'll get that first one out of the way and then I can actually knuckle down then. And yeah, someone asked me actually, they're like, do you think you're going to play? I was thinking, oh, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think if, if she tells me that I'm playing a game, like, I don't actually know what I do. I think I'd be so nervous. But like I say, it's, it's that first one. And I think, to be honest, going into that camp, I was just thinking about going and trying to perform and trying to sort of add some value to the squad because realistically, there's a World Cup coming up this summer and... There's probably only two England camps now until she decides that squad. So that's my first call up and that's a short amount of time to, tr to try and prove that I should be getting on the plane. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to go and do what I could to, to, to add a bit of value to the squad and perform and fit in and not not stick out like a sore thumb. The environment in those squads and the camp must be incredible. Obviously after the Euros win, now winning the Arnold Clark Cup, mm -hmm. to then for the World Cup, it looks so good going forward for the future of women's football in England. Yeah. Is it just, is there is there a winning environment? Are they so driven? It's, you know what, it's really relaxed around camp when, when you're not on the pitch and it's it's great. Like you're not, it's not like the youth age groups where it can feel a bit like, oh, one meeting to the next meeting to this, to that. It's really relaxed and um, enjoyable. But then when you get on the pitch, yeah, the, the standard's really high. But if, if it drops off or whatever, there's so many players in the team who will tell you, sort it out pretty much. Like it's it's not a, it's not an overwhelming environment to the point where like you don't want to go and as a young player you don't want to go and play in it because it's scary or because yeah. people are saying things. But it is you step it on the pitch and you know that you got to be at the top of your game or else someone's going to tell you that that you need to put your ideas up. Yep, right. Uh, and then finally, I want to go. For, obviously, we briefly touched on the World Cup uh, yeah. and f with yourself uh, currently at Everton. Hoping yeah. to get back fit as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, but you're sixth in the league at the moment at Everton as mm. we film this. Mm. Uh, what's uh, your hopes for the rest of this season? Get yourself back fit, get back in the team, hopefully. 
yeah, uh, try and get as many games as I can now between the end of the season. Unfortunately, we're not in any of the cups anymore, so it's just a league. Um, so try and not miss too many of those with my ankle injury and get back, get playing and perform as well as I can really enjoy it for the rest of the season because I've really enjoyed it up to now and just try and also try and perform well and get on get on the plane to Australia in the World Cup. Yeah, exactly that. Just trying to get in that World Cup squad just to be part of, obviously. You can only do that by playing yeah. and doing well. I think it's not it's not the be all and end all. I know that I'm still really You're young so and young, there's yeah. such competition for the goalkeeping spots in England. There's lots and lots of talent. Um, but I think... Obviously, I've got to look at it and think that'd be amazing if I got there. But right now, I, th- I just focus on Everton and we want to be realistically f- fifth right now is where we want to be. Um, the next game coming up, playing Aston Villa, they're in fifth, we're in sixth, but we've got, I think we've got a game in hand. Um, so it should be it should be a really good finish to the season. We've got some really, really important games coming up, so I'm hoping not to miss too many of them. Fingers crossed. Right, final question, right? Mm. Goalkeeping idol and why? Edwin van der Sar. Yes. yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, so good, weren't he? So good. Uh, just he's just so steady. So I just loved back. him. Yeah. And I was, I was a kid, a big United fan, and he was a goalkeeper at United, and he like he saves a penalty that wins United the Champions League, like all of it. I had a van der Sar shirt. The I remember it was a blue goalie kit. I had like a white line come across here. Yeah. Van der Sar on the back and uh, my cousin actually bought it for me and I, I just never took it off. He had I mean, that I casual half it. volley technique oh, as well. Everything about him, like his hands just looked massive. Like he was just huge right? and he just, yeah, just everything about him loved him. Legend, doesn't Still he? love him. Still love him. I think he's doing a great job at Ajax. <laughs> I just think he's a great guy. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today with Emily. Uh, you've been an absolute unbelievable guest uh, and a thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And I've, 10 I've, out of 10 as well. Yeah, Come on. Oh, yeah. We need to pick bring that, that back, yeah. That. <laughs> Top of the leaderboard. You must be thrilled. Buzzing. Well, no one's going to beat it, but hopefully... No one's going to match it. Do I get a prize for 10 out of 10? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) See what we can do. (laughs) No, that's brilliant. I'm going to have to change the quiz now. Someone's got the perfect 10. There you go. Oh, Oh, no. More work. That's it for today. Uh, This has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard, and producer Ben. Uh, Make sure you like and subscribe. Go follow our channel. Uh, It really helps us grow. Thanks a lot. Take care. What a save from Mark Howard. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.